Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part. Or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like, you get to know me. You try me on. You feel me out. And this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for real, my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of cattiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor, where I interview influencers, tastemakers, celebrities, Bravo celebrities. Yes, I have my own category for them because I'm so obsessed with fucking Bravo. Right now, though, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something, I've, a realm I haven't been in in a very long time because I am a lazy ass <laughs> and I like to ignore things that I don't participate in, like they don't exist. Um, but I actually am so excited for this because this is something that I'm super, I've heard about it from all my friends. I'm super interested in getting involved. And right now, I am with Joe Ferrero. Did I say your last name right? It's Ferraro, but... I'm such a fucking idiot. And we just went over that. I literally just, have like an... I, I, <laughs> if, if I can fuck it up, I will fuck it up. <laughs> Ferraro. Yes, that's it. You Joe Ferraro. Oh I just God. did it. And Joe is actually a founding trainer um, of Rumble, which is like the hottest workout in all of New York City right now. It's mm. actually been... I'm going to say it's been in the ether... For me, for like the last two years. Then what took you so long to even come here? Because Joe, joking. you have the hardest case scenario you've ever. Like, if you can get me, like you are, you are Jesus reincarnated. We're gonna, we're gonna get you. Uh, you are gonna get me. Also, I, I, I like that you said. Can I be considered a taste maker? You said that. You're taste a taste maker. Am I a taste maker? Taste maker. Okay. Yeah. Because to clear that up. So I, I'm, I'm saying this. I want to make sure that everyone knows. But let's be clear. This is not Joe <laughs> saying this. This is me saying this. But I really, um, I really. I, I was, I was, I'm not an exercise person. Okay. It's like, not, it's not my thing. Um, but I do it because I'm vain and I like to look good. Um, lately I've given up, but we'll get, we'll get to that in a little bit. No. So, um, I'm wearing makeup for you. Don't give up. Bless. Um, but I, I got really into soul cycle cause I was married to a guy who just like thought it was the coolest thing ever. And so he like dragged me there kicking and screaming. I drank the Kool-Aid. I got really into it. Then it was just like, it was too social for me. And also like, we're divorced now. And like, so mm. all my ex-family goes there. And I just like, I'm not trying to have that in my life. I understand. Yeah. So I gave up on exercise altogether. Oh no. But I have That's heard okay. that like you, what, what Soul Cycle was back in the day for me, I feel like you guys are like the next coming or like even better than that. Again, I said it, me, not you. <laughs> so would you say that like, because Soul Cycle had like a run of like, it was like, it was this like, and I, and I say this in a, in a good way a cultish following like diehard like fans of like the movement what they were doing and it was kind of like just like New York City based and then it just started fucking spreading like wildfire and now it's like this huge thing and I feel like that's what Rumble is like you guys are like the next coming of yeah I mean fair yeah, well, SoulCycle is a, is a powerhouse, and they're and they're always going to be a powerhouse yes. in this, uh, you know, in in this in this 
industry that we're in. Um, and I have a lot of buddies of mine that work there and it's an absolutely amazing workout. And I, and I think that they have their own thing and we are in our own lane. It's just kind of a different uh, take. And uh, what we could try to do here, I think more than any other gym in any other place just in the country or in the world for that matter, in the fitness space is that uh, we, we try to create experiences. I mean, you come in here and that's just from the way the place looks, uh, it comes straight out of the mind of one of our owners, Eugene Rem, who's owner of uh, Catch Hospitality Group and, and oh, amazing restaurateur. Yeah, so... so He and, knows a thing or two. He knows a thing or two and it was in a nightlife industry for a very, very long time. Clubs like 10 June that were just kind of the, the it places in New York City and uh, he wanted to get into the fitness space uh, along with our other partners. Uh, you know, Anthony DeMarco, who is an Ironman, former Google executive. Uh, you know, Andy Stenzler, who is a serial entrepreneur and Noah Neiman, who was uh, the face of Barry's Bootcamp, just, just kind of the biggest player in the industry for a very, very long time. Yeah. Uh, but they got together and it was one of those things where it's like, how do we, how do we just not, how do we not create just another gym? And, and what does it look like? And, and what does that mean to us? And, and they're, uh, you know, Eugene and Noah are hip hop kids and you kind of come into this place and you kind of get that street feel, that, that yep. hip hop vibe where uh, it's a workout, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. There's pop culture on the wall. There's Spike Lee. There's, you know, there's Sylvester Stallone. J-Lo there's and Diddy. J-Lo and Diddy <laughs> over there. So um, just from the second you walk in the place, it's just got a different vibe and it, it feels like culture. It doesn't just feel like a gym. And you, then you get in that room and it's, it's kind of like a, you know, a nightclub. It's crazy lights. It's amazing music. music Great music. That, uh, music is everything. And, and that's something that Eugene was big on, obviously coming from the nightlife world. Right. It's, it's how do we make this music different? And, and we have a DJ Shout out DJ Chachi uh, and Rick Wonder, who are in-house DJs who, who literally create our, our music for us. So so um, that's part of the experience as well. So so I think we are really just trying to be, you know, on the forefront of, of what's cool and what's not. And, and, and we try to do what's cool to us. And we and the thing is, like, not trying too hard. So, like, what do we think is that's cool? That's what's cool. And if it's dope, it's dope. And if it's not, then, you know, we, we find a new strategy. How so. do you know when something's not cool? Well, no one comes. <laughs> no one likes it. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Rumble is a so I'm I'm gonna try to do this just here. Yeah. It is like a boxing based workout. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah. So so I, I should have explained a little no, bit no, more no, about no. that. No, 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 that's my bad. Um, that's my job. Don't, so don't so so 45 minutes, um, you know, combining the sweet science of boxing and uh, strength training, and um, you know, you spend five rounds boxing, you spend five rounds lifting weights, and and I think for me it was it, it was a perfect combination of of worlds. I always I started boxing when I was younger because I literally fucking hated to run. Fucking hated. I played lacrosse my whole life and I was good in short bursts of speed. Yes. And, uh, and, and I wasn't a long distance runner and even though I had to do it playing these sports, I just was kind of over it and I was like, what can I do to just keep my cardio up in the off season and not have to be sprinting and running all the time and I, and I started to box and I always strength trained and I think if you look at boxers, right, they have these kind of chiseled like lean physique, especially, you know, especially maybe not the heavyweight division but some heavyweights. Yeah. Now. But anyway, um, and, and, and it was just always one of those things where I strength trained and, and boxed and, and, you know, when Noah came to me and we'll get into that story and yeah and Eugene it was just kind of like this was you know you're gonna get to also I'm an actor be on a stage uh teach yeah. boxing and teach strength training and it was just kind of like all these things that I was like this is exactly what I love and exactly what I want to do all balled up into one so so Joe let's go um, way back to the beginning yeah. okay so like you said that you actually did get into boxing at a younger age mm -hmm. okay did you ever have like weight issues as a kid was that like a thing for you I uh, you know I never I never had weight issues I think that I was actually it was I was a skinny kid uh, for a long time. Which for dudes is um, like a weight problem. Yeah, yeah, I way. guess. Right, right, right. So so just like, yeah, I didn't mean to say that to be insensitive. But I, I just was like, you know, I couldn't put on muscle the way I wanted to. And I, I wish I, I was, was just you. kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I always wanted it, you know, and, and I played sports. I played contact sports. And it was just like one of those things where it was in my, in my best interest to kind of just bulk up a little bit. And I always had a lot of trouble with it. And I remember... 
um, just, I forget what year, I don't remember what year it was now, but it was a long time ago, and I was just like, I was like, I'm fucking sick of it. Like, I just wanna, I'm gonna work out, I told myself every single day for a year straight, and I was like, I don't give a shit what it is. I don't care if I do 25 push-ups. Like, I'm doing something every single day. And just like, you had no training, um, no, no training. Nothing, I, you know, like I, I, I had gone to strength training, you know, obviously playing sports my whole life, and I, I'd say this is about, you know, 10 or 11 years ago now, and I, for that year, I, I just did it every single day, and I tried to get myself into a decent place, and it just became a habit, and then I, then I started to love it. Like, I didn't Think I, I don't think I loved it back then, and I think that going How? to the gym—that's the secret sauce. How the fuck well, did you turn the corner? Because those people are saying to me like, "I love working out." I'm like, "Fuck yeah. you!" No, no, it's, <laughs> and it's not. And it's not one of those things where. And I wake up to you know days now where it's like I have a lot less of those days because I have something like this to do now. And exactly. I'll tell you right now, group fitness kind of changed the way I worked out. I used to hate going to the gym, then I loved it, and then I would just go there and be there for three hours. And then I got to a point in my life where I was like, I don't want to be in the gym fucking three hours anymore. Exactly. I want to get in there. I want to do what I have to do and get out. And that's when I actually started to look more into group fitness when I moved into the city and I saw Noah I don't like to say this because his head's already big enough but no 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 do it do it I saw Noah kind of doing his thing and I was like this guy kind of is like me and he he played sports his whole life and he's this you know he doesn't look like the normal at that time group fitness instructor right tatted up and 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 I was like he's figured something out. So when he didn't have 70,000 Instagram followers in the beginning of Instagram, I started following him. He's got a few thousand. I was like, this guy knows something that I don't know. And I want to get into this industry. And that was, you know, years later when it wound up happening. But, um, so how did you meet him? So, so because this I, is a great lesson for anybody listening. You yeah. like you have goals you set for yourself, but I think people are like, "Well, I, I can't approach that person." Yeah, yeah, and I and I, you know, it's kind of funny the way it worked out. So I, I'm an actor as well, you know, as many of us are here in New York City. Los Aren't Angeles. we all though? Um, and I had gone to graduate school, and I was in my third year of my MFA program, Master Damn. of Fun Arts. I'm classically trained. That's you know. no joke, dude. Yeah, and you uh, could do Shakespeare and shit? I, I did a lot of Shakespeare what? back in the day. To give me a little Fucking bit. Fucking love Shakespeare. I mean, do I have to do a sonnet? No. <laughs> I, I'm not going to do that right now because people are like, Too that's bullshit. Me? I haven't done it in a long time. But anyway, I did. So so I was in my third year of MFA program, actually, and I had booked a film. And I uh, was either go back to graduate school or start actually working in the, in the industry. And in the industry, um, when you get a break, you take it. When you get a break, break, you take it. And I, I got to shoot a, a movie with a few guys who had you know, you know, soprano, been on Sopranos, and uh, it was my first time on a set, and learning from those guys was kind of amazing. So I got to see who was involved, and I was like, I got to do this thing. So right. long story short, I left, I shot the film. Um, I booked a couple things after that. Real lucky, I, I did the uh, off-Broadway revival of Tony and Tina's Wedding. Sick! Uh, it was the best day of my life. My face was on a digital billboard every 45 seconds in Times Square. It was really <laughs> great. My dad has videos of it. He sends me every like month, like, don't forget this. You want to get back that. I'm like, I know that. Do it eventually. <laughs> Thanks, um, but anyway, so so the acting career was going all right, and then things kind of dried up in New York, and I was hey. like, you know, uh, maybe, you know, my manager's like, maybe you should try going to Los Angeles. Yeah. So I had been personal training people a little bit when I was out in New York as I like, kind of pick up some money in addition to working in restaurants. But I turned 27, and I was like, that's it it's over like I'm, I'm not working in a restaurant anymore I'm gonna start personal training I don't give a shit if I fucking make zero dollars a week for the first you know two months I'm gonna find a way to make it happen mm-hmm. so I left the restaurant I moved to Los Angeles Damn. and I refused to get a job in a restaurant and I started p- doing a couple of PTs here and there I was making nothing absolutely fucking nothing right um and I was staying with a buddy of mine in West Hollywood, and he's like, hey, look, there's this gym that I think you'd, you would like, because I know you like to box, um, and it's a group fitness boxing gym, and uh, you know you should check it out. They're hiring people, and, and, and just see what it's about. So I went in, and, and I checked it out, um, and it was kind of my vibe, and I started teaching there, and then I was like, you know what? I, I'm living down the block from a Barry's boot camp. 
Q Noah. Noah was the master trainer at Barry's Bootcamp in New York. Yep. And I was like, I've always wanted to, I took his class in New York and I, and I loved it a couple times. And I was like, well, I'm in LA and maybe I'll see if uh, I'll pop into Barry's Bootcamp and see if they're actually like hiring too, because I can maybe work at two places and, you know, expand my, my reach and whatever. So I went and took a class uh, Barry's and- uh, Barry's is really hard. And it's, it's hard. Yeah, it was hard. Um, I barfed. Uh, you, you, it's, it's possible, it's for sure possible to barf after running on treadmill for that long. Um, that day I didn't throw up. I must have done okay you. in the class. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, my, I, I wound up uh, taking my buddy, his name was uh, my buddy, Will Lanier. He was the instructor. And, um, after the class, I was just kind of like standing around the locker room. He's like, Hey, uh, you ever think about maybe working at like a Barry's bootcamp? And I was literally going there to like inquire about it. And he fucking asked me and I was like, this kind of, this is, this is a sign. I took this as a sign from the, from the cosmos. Um, and they put me at the front desk cause they had just finished a training program. And a month later I started, uh, you know, training at Barry's too. Damn. And, um, you know, I guess just through the grapevine, Noah had heard about me. Maybe I was doing a kind of okay out there. And, and, um, you know, one thing led to another, and I was actually, at the time, I was at a crossroads. I'd been in L.A. for only about, like, eight months. Okay. Um, but eight months in L.A. can feel like yeah, it an felt, eternity. It felt like a very long time. Yes. I felt like I'd been through the ringer. I mean, really, the way, when, I, when I first moved there, like, and I'm not trying to tell, tell this rags to riches tale, but I was fucking, you know, I, I wasn't, I was trying to bite, you know, swallow my pride and not ask my parents. I was like, you know, I'm going, I'm, I'm going out there, and I'm going to do my thing on my own because I, I don't want to really, as a 27-year-old man, I was like, I want to take that jump to just really getting in this industry, and if I want it, I'm going to go after it. And I think like group fitness for me is great because I'm an actor. I feel like I get to be in front of people kind of performing and performing. I'm just going to go for it. Totally. So I started to get into it. And, and when I first got there, you know, I was on a steady diet of like, you know, the poor man's taco salad, as I called it from Trader Joe's. I would go in there and I'd buy <laughs> tortilla chips. I'd buy the canned tuna and, and the ketchup, which organic ketchup, which I still eat because it's amazing and crunch it up and eat it. And that's what I was eating like five times a fucking day because I was just like, well, I don't have anything, but this is good. So um, <laughs> anyway, I started out at about and then things started to like get a little better. And I was working at these two spots and, uh, you know, my, my, my wife, now uh, it was was still in New York. Congrats! So yes, thank you. We got married last year, um, and um, she was like, "Hey, look, I, she just finished her residency. She's an eye doctor now." And she's like, <gasps> "But that's know, an eye doctor." There you go. Look, because yeah. this is why we're here. Together. This is why we're here today. Um, and I'm telling this long-winded story, but I'm going to get to no. I like I it. Noah. This is how I tell a story. Um, it's amazing. And uh, and she said to she was like, "Hey, look, I, I finished my residency now here. Like, and I got some guy yeah. offers out in is Brooklyn. She, okay, and she's I was the like, East Coast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well." Uh, Brooklyn. All right. Well, I guess then I'll try to figure out ways to start moving back. So um, right around that time, like once again, just the way things worked out, I was in the parking lot at Trader Joe's eating my my taco salad in my car. It's like and, your uniform. And I got a call from a from a from a New York City number, and I and I picked it up, and it was Eugene and uh, and Noah. Shut and, and the fuck up. They called up. me in my car, and I had my, my buddy Will from Barry's, who who know Noah from Barry's, knew yep. that Noah was leaving, and networking, put me in touch with Noah, important. And then they called me that next day, and uh, I'll never forget having the conversation with them, and, and just being like, they're like, hey, you, you know, you should come back and, and take a meeting, and I was like, yeah, you know, I, I think that sounds like a like a good idea, and um, I came back and. Uh, I took the meeting. I remember what no, I was going to tell you say was, back, are yeah. we going back to LA or back to Back Brooklyn? to New York. Back, back to New, New York. York. Yeah, because I was, I had a, like I told you, I was thinking about, I, I got to move back. If my, if my, if I'm going to marry this girl eventually. Uh, yeah. And, and you can't do that. You can't like, do long distance forever. I can't do long distance forever. So uh, I, I was already putting the wheels in motion to kind of go back. And I told Barry's that I was going to go back to New York. And uh, I came back and um, I just, Noah told me on the phone that day, he's like, just come back to New York. I'll hire your pretty ass on site. And he said that. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. Uh, and I was kind of, like, at the time, obviously, I was very excited because I had, 
kind of look, looked up to Noah for a long time in the industry. And but at um, this point, are you coming back to you're coming back to Barry's? Well, yeah. Or, so or so this Rumble. So Rumble hadn't didn't exist. Yet. I mean, Rumble it existed, but it wasn't open. So this is this is probably I think it was October of 2016. Okay. Um, and I I moved back to New York with Barry's. Um, and I had just you know just been talking to them and going to meet the Rumble guys and and just kind of see what it was all about because like I said, it was boxing and strength training and just kind of you know, group fitness and exactly what wasn't there. I think we created something that, that boxing hadn't been taught in this structure avoid before. It was avoid. And, and, and I think our partners noticed that. Like there was kind of avoiding the industry and how do we get into that space? Um, and we need certain people and I'm lucky that enough that they had considered me to be one of those people. Um, because I didn't have any social media following or anything at that time. Right. It was literally nothing. I was just getting started. So. so what do you think it is that got you in that position to be a founding trainer and, and like, so like deep in with like, I mean, these like big fucking deal honchos. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, what is it? Is, is it, is it, you know, a work ethic thing? Like what, like what can somebody listening to this apply from what you did into their own work life? Yeah. I, I think for me, it was one of those things where I am very good at, at if there's one thing I'm going to give my compass, myself a compliment on it's Do. not, if I want something, I fucking, I, I'm, I'm going for it, right? And, and I think that there's got to be, people say they have a work ethic, but I think when you really have to take a lot of hits in the face to, and and then still continue to get back up and be like, you know what, I still want to do this. Like it, what, the group finish shit in the beginning was not going great. And then it started to get a little better. And then I was like, you know, I, I think I know certain people and if I could play certain connections. And, and I think really it is networking. People say networking, but it's so true. Like just yep. meeting all these people in the industry and then getting somehow in contact with Noah and letting him know about my background and what I'm doing and kind of just getting on his radar. I think it was just like, not stopping and I think it comes from honestly being in the acting industry is like you're going to get told no a million fucking times. Rejection you ever get is told a part anything. of the job when you you're got an actor. It. And, and it's the same thing with this. I mean, you are literally trying out for these jobs. I came back and we had this setup. It was really kind of cool. It was called the Batcave. And, and Eugene um, had a buddy who helped us rent space. We rented an abandoned night, nightclub underneath a, a building up somewhere on the Upper East Side. Um, I don't want maybe I don't wanna, shouldn't disclose the location, but we, we had a practice space and we called it the Batcave. And we went down there and it was just like dingy little sped up with four bags and four benches. And, and I showed up that like one day and and they were like, hey, you know, this is what it is. It's a 10-round workout. And, you know, you might do this. We do a community exercise, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, go ahead, write a workout 30, and, 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 and teach it to us. I was like, what? what the fuck? Write a workout? I was like, okay, here it goes. So I sat down and I put one together and, and, and I taught it to the group and, we went around and, and everybody gave feedback and feedback was pretty pretty good and uh, they told me to keep coming back and I was like literally moonlighting. It's literally like auditioning. Moonlighting. Yeah, I was moonlighting literally. at Rumble auditioning on a regular basis and then I, I wound up getting the official job uh, at the very beginning of, of November and I you know left it and went full bore and just continued to help develop the concept with these amazing – and what I was so honored was that being in a room – with these guys who are just like at the forefront of their industries, like, yeah. like Noah and Eugene and, and Andy Stensler and Anthony and getting to sit there and having those guys actually ask me my fucking feedback on like, what do you, th how do you think you should structure this round? I'm like me. I'm like, I'm like, oh, well, I'll give it to you. And the fact that they actually listened. Right. And, and, and why do you think they listened? Well, of your passion. I think they listen because of, because of, of my passion, maybe. I guess, yeah, for sure. And I think also just like they are, I think what makes them super successful is that they know what they're amazing at, right? And, and they know how to build this brand. They know how to build the brand. They know how to start, uh, open the doors. And I think what makes them amazing is that they're like, hey, look, these guys, are they considered us and, and obviously Noah and the other of my founding trainers that opened this place with me 
professionals in our industry. So they were like, we're going to turn to these guys and see what they have to say and see right. how they, and see how the collaboration was like a beautiful and the collaboration. Thing. And I'll tell you right now, I fucking it, it, being in that room, it, watching those guys. I mean, it was like the wild West back then. I mean, there was, there were some heated, heated battles, but it always ended in, in a good it? way. Do you remember what like, uh, one of the biggest battles was over? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, just anything is fucking like what the towels were going to feel like. I mean, we fucking <laughs> go, we'd be sitting there like trying to develop this concept and we're like, you know, we just get into a fucking 45 minute fight about, no, these, these towels, no, it should be these towels. The logo should be on the towel, like just like back and forth, stuff like that. But, but, but when I, but what I noticed is that they cared so much well, about every detail. You know what's so funny is I was went to the bathroom and I was washing my hands and I noticed you guys have Soho House brand uh, yeah, soap baby. and lotion and I was oh, like, yeah, I, I like that. The cow shed. Plug cow shed, baby. I fucking know yeah. my shit. Yeah. But I'm, as a boozy, bougie bitch, I'm like, <laughs> I like this place. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's like, the grime of hip hop combined with like the upper echelon. It's yeah. fucking genius. Well, also look, look, look above you right here. What, what's on that Bose speaker? Uh, you see what on the right? It's a Rumble logo. I'm on blind. The my, oh, the you eye, can't see. The eye doctor's daughter's don't, blind. Don't my, you, your father and my <laughs> wife are eye doctors. What's wrong with you? You, should, you don't even have glasses on. My uh, Kim, she doesn't even have glasses on. That's my wife. Um, Rumble. So there you go. So there's another detail, right? Like down to the fucking speakers in the room. But it's all Rumble in the details. On. It's all in the details, and that's and that is why those those conversations and those arguments. They, they led to what this thing was. And, and like Eugene said, when we would sit in those meetings, he goes, it is a blessing and a curse that you have this much hype. Because I tell you right now, I opened clubs and you know, different things in the industry, and if, if it didn't live up to the hype, it's fucking over. You're fucked. You know, people, cu- fucked. people come people in. People give you no chance. You get no chance. You got one chance to hook them. You got one chance to hook them. So it's like this thing, thank God, it's a blessing that it's, people are hyping it this much, but people have known about it for a year. That signage has been up on that wall. So when we open, it's got to be the dopest thing. Otherwise, Ever. It's, 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 it's kaput. Down to the goddamn hand lotion. Yeah. Yeah, and the towels. I I didn't touch a towel. I saw. I don't know about the the towels. Towels are great. No, really. I'll (laughs) tell you right now. Quick story. The bane of my existence when we first started. I mean, obviously, we're 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 run like a like a Fortune 500 company. Of course, but we're pretty new. I mean, and in the beginning, how long has Rumble been open? So we opened January 9th, 2017. So holy shit, use a baby. Hey, boo boos, it's time to take a break to talk about one of our sponsors, Away Luggage. Ah, I feel like a queen that I get to have Away as a sponsor because I have been for a very long time and still am quite obsessed with their luggage. So Away Luggage was actually founded by two friends from New York, whoop whoop, shout out to New York, who found themselves at JFK, which depending on your terminal can be the worst place in the world, with dead phones, delayed flights, and then bing, a bright idea, luggage with power. Thus the Away carry-on was born. Gosh darn it, I love Away. I honestly, when when I was married, I'm divorced now, I got fancy luggage for my you know off my wedding registry I hate the shit I never use it anymore I favor my away luggage like hand over fist to anything I've ever had in the luggage world so here's the reason why away is so amazing they use high quality materials while offering a much lower price point compared to other brands because they cut out the middleman and sell directly to you also they've got uh, great colors and great sizes they have four sizes the carry-on I have that the bigger carry-on I have that as well the medium or the large for, you know, extended stays. Some of us need to check our luggage. I, on the other hand, am a big carry-on fan, so that's why I have the two carry-on sizes. And their colors are Gorgina. I have a navy. I have a pine green. I am lusting after their, like, metal one. It's so freaking luxe and cool-looking. Anyway, it's just, they've got everything. Also, the... 
suitcases are very lightweight, like which is great because I do a lot of subway traveling to get to the airport. It's easy to carry up and down stairs. And I love this. And I sound like such a nerdo when I say it, but they have four 360 degree spinner wheels, which guarantee a smooth ride. Like you can like, and I, again, very specific to me and my subway riding, but like it's really hard to get a luggage through a turnstile at a subway station, but not with the way. I just like literally boop, slide it on through and it just pops down. It's like, it's so easy. I, it walks right beside me. Sometimes I pull it behind me. I push it in front of me. I'm, I can't tell you how obsessed I am with this freaking bag. Also, I'm obsessed with like keeping my dirties and my clean separate when I travel. I don't know. It's a weird thing. And they think of everything. They have a removable, washable laundry bag that keeps dirty clothes separate from clean. I'm telling you, this bag was like invented for me. They've got a lifetime warranty. So if anything breaks, they'll fix or replace it for life. I mean, what? Um, all carry-on sizes are compliant with all major U.S. airlines, and they actually fit like more than you can even believe. It's really, really crazy. And this is my favorite part. Both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge uh-huh, your cell phone or tablet, e-reader, anything that's powered by a USB cord. I cannot tell you how many times they have saved my booty, whether I'm at the airport or taking the train home from New York to Boston, where I'm like, oh my God, my tablet is so old. It literally needs to be charged nonstop. And guess what I can do? I just plug it in to my friggin' carry-on. It's just, it, I can't say enough amazing things. Also, as if it wasn't good enough, they give you a 100-day trial. Okay, so live with it, travel with it, vibe with it. Uh, and if at any point you decide, eh, it's not for you, you can return it for a full refund. No questions asked. And free shipping on any way order within the lower 48 states. Hello, what are you waiting for? I don't know. And also, as if that deal wasn't sweet enough, I'm making it even sweeter. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash Taylor 20. This is for my listeners. And use promo code Taylor 20. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R. Two zero during checkout. Again, you're going to get $20 off a suitcase if you visit awaytravel.com slash Taylor20. And you got to make sure to use my promo code T-A-Y-L-O-R-2-0 during checkout. I'm telling you, if you don't have one yet, join the club because it's the coolest club in town. And now back to the podcast. You have this crazy hype and yeah. you open the doors and then are you <gasps> holding your breath? And then when, then, when, yeah. when, then when did you exhale and go like, it's fucking working. I still, I still haven't exhaled, and yep. I, and I think, I think that's important. I think that that's I, imposter don't get me syndrome, wrong. Don't get and me wrong. everybody who's who's successful has it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I am thankful that I get to show up every single day and do this, and I am thankful that yesterday and, and the day before, when I walk into a room and I teach three classes with sixty people a piece and one hundred and eighty people get to come and see me do group fitness, I never take that for granted ever, never. ever, 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 because I remember only teaching classes to maybe one or two people in the fucking room, and me having to bring all this energy from that time only. When I even had two people, I tried to bring the same energy, I tried to teach the, the, the with the same style, and and it got me to this place. So I am I am never taking it for granted, but I always am like. You know, and this company, we used to talk about elevation. You elevate or you die. So how are we going to make this better? So if you copy Rumble today, it's too fucking late because we're already 10 steps ahead. And how Absolutely. do we do that? So, so it's always like how do we continue to – we don't want to be a flash in the pan, right? No. So, so we want to be iconic. How do, you, how do you become iconic? And, and it's by continuing to 
not totally reinvent yourself, but reinvent yourself in ways that is going to just improve the product and improve what we're putting out. So there. question, because as a businesswoman now, you're really yeah. like speaking to me and yeah. I even like, like, for example, like, like sometimes with food brands, for example, like Lay's potato chips always coming out with a new fucking flavor. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I'm like, what's with these gimmicks? But like, <laughs> sometimes you got to keep people on their Keeps toes. And so like, what are those things that you have to do as a business? Because you guys are yeah. still relatively new. Like, how would you, ab- about how many things would you say you've had to like, up the ante on just to like keep people interested, keep it fresh, keep it new. Um, well, uh, you don't have just, to go into specifics. No, 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 no. I, I can give you a couple specifics, and I'll be real. I'll just real specific. So, just just our, our artwork, right? The way every studio looks. Every yep. studio from here on out. We don't have one here, but every studio from here on out has a huge sculpture uh, of some iconic figure of, of that city. And now people will start doing that. So boxing I'm sure people stuff. start by, Well, not even boxing. No, like, like we have, we have uh, Mr. T on the Upper East Side and, and he's in like, he's in like the, the Gossip Girl uniform and we have, uh, you Shut know, we have Biggie Smalls Buddha in NoHo and it's like this huge sculpture that we got made in England and sent out here and we got, you know, uh, Gandhi in, 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 uh, in, in San Francisco. The lighting system is better than some fucking nightclubs. The, the sound system right. is, is, is we have a guy come in here he's like, you, you teach at the same decibels as an MSG concert and it's fucking amazing but you all should also get an earpiece because you're gonna you're gonna and, I, and he's right so and, I'm and already I, deaf it's okay and I'm going deaf but it's okay but I, I, I it's so so just every detail of the way the place looks the way the trainers now and the special sauce is a, tra- is a trainer this place can look one way but if we do not continue to oh. elevate the talent that we have here and that's kind of my job at the company is like I, I do find a lot of the trainers for the new markets and and that they're the special sauce how do you I, pick I, a good trainer? What makes a good trainer? Well, what makes a good trainer here is, is I think, a little bit different than some other places. It's, it's a balance of, of a few different things. Uh, I can't teach anybody personality, right? No. And, and that's something that, that I can't do. And I, and I learned that, obviously, being in, in school. It's like, is there certain people that thrive in a, in a group setting? And when I, I, I'm like kind of, I choke around my buddy, Andy Stern. Uh, he's a founding trainer as well. We would call ourselves Simon Cowell and Paul Abdul. It would be like the American <laughs> Idol of group fitness. And we bring people in and like, Andy, Andy, like we always like play, you know, good cop, bad cop. Who's going to be bad cop today? I, I like to think that I, I, I have, uh, I think I'm a little bit of both. Like, I, you know, I, I want to know why I, I don't, I give honest feedback when anybody comes in here and, and they're auditioning for this job because I care about it so much. And I know that as soon as we just kind of like make concessions, it, you can't it starts to get watered down and you can't. can't so so but it is so hard to be honest like being your own business owner is a fucking shit but also not because the, you can't blame it on anyone else right like when i was a serious i was like serious said no to you co-hosting right, 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 now right, it's right. like taylor strecker says no yeah and then they're like bitch and i'm yeah. like oh i gotta protect yeah. my brand joe I, okay, so I've been hearing about this from friends like since the beginning. Yeah. Um, I also heard that, I'm, ju- I'm just going to say, one of my friends was like, yo, you got to come to this class. Come to this class. And I was like, no, no, I'm lazy. I'm home. I'm eating. I'm drinking. Leave me alone. And he was like, I saw, tr- I saw Justin Bieber twice. Ah. And I was like, I'm coming. Yeah. And then I got lazy again. <laughs> yeah. But well, well, you know, celebs have been known to peruse through these uh these they, th- these hallways. They for a hundred percent. Hey, they I, need to work what out it too. is. That's right. And and I think what we do is here is that it doesn't matter who's coming through the doors. We want everybody. And and I think that one of the things that that people can enjoy is that no matter who you are, yes. the experience is a fucking same. Yep. You're getting the red carpet. You're getting the same treatment. I, we, we stand there. We fist pump every single person that walks in that room. You know, and, and like you say, yes, J- Justin is coming. A lot of people come. But I think what they like about it is that it, it, they want to take the classes. No one's coming here to just like, you know, when he comes to, here, they're not, they're not coming here and, and, and nope. sequestering themselves in a private room. No. They're coming to take the classes because that's the energy. Well, and, my and, friend said, though, he was like, it was so fucking cool because he's there. But it's so like, no one's making a big deal of it. He's like in the back doing his thing. Yeah. And it's like, and it's dark and everybody is so fixated on 
on themselves. Yeah. It's like, it kind of was like, it was so cool because it wasn't even that big of a deal. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and I think that's that's just, that's it. You nailed it, is that we, everybody's in there and it's a party. We're all in there together. We're all in there together. Fighting through, literally. Hey guys, I just need to take a quick break to talk about one of our awesome sponsors, Rothy's. Are you ready to try on the most comfortable flats you've ever worn that you can wear all day, every day, for any occasion? Seriously, you're never going to want to take them off. So Rothy's color and pattern selection is amazing, and they're always updating their lineup. They actually launch new colors every few weeks. They're gorge, and they sell out constantly. So hurry up. Okay, I got to tell you right now what my favorite are. I love their pointed flats. Okay, so I love their shoes. They're called the point. They're pointed flats. I find that a pointed flat elongates my legs. I'm short and have chubby legs. That's just the truth. And I find that the pointed flat is very, very flattering. I'm obsessed with navy right now. Navy is the new black. And so I also feel like it's like perfect for like spring and summer. Black's a little harsh for summer. Navy's not. So I got the maritime navy. Get yours before they sell out. They are Gorgina. And I actually couldn't decide, so I just got two pairs. Um, I also had to get, um, in the point, the flame. I mean, just this vibrant, gorgeous red. I love a pop of color. I love a red. Ugh! They're like, I want to devour them. I literally want to eat them with a spoon. They're like sorbet slip-ons. Delicious. And FYI, they also have other styles too. They have a loafer. They got a sneaker. They just have like a regular flat. So they've got a great selection. Also, Rothy's are royal approved. Meghan Markle, love her fashions, slipped on her Rothy's on a recent Australian tour with Prince Harry. And they have been flying off the shelves ever since. And my favorite part, I'm going to blow your mind with what they're made from. Recycled plastic water bottles. I mean, how cool is that? And they're the softest shoes you're going to ever put on your feet. You can feel good about wearing them because they're good for the environment. They also feel good on your feet. And a major added bonus, they're machine washable. Uh-huh. Because I don't know about you, but my feet sweats and they also stink. And I don't like wearing a sock. So these are basically my dream. You guys, I love my Rothy's and I know you will too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use code Taylor, that's T-A-Y-L-O-R, to get free shipping with no minimum. That's awesome. I love a free shipping. So free shipping and free returns. Also, they'll do exchanges on your Rothy shoes. Not that you're going to want to return them, but just in case you do, you got that covered. So go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com. Enter code Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. Guys, it's a no-brainer. Shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable. And free shipping. I love free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today. Rothys.com, promo code Taylor. Get this deal while it lasts. And now, back to the podcast. Okay, so you got me. I'm coming. I'm fucking doing this. I'm psyched because I literally, I have not worked out. I am not joking. I went to Canyon Ranch this weekend, and so I did did this like drum class. I thought I was going to be sitting on the ground <laughs> drumming. Those bitches tricked me. It was a drum workout? Yes, and I was sore as shit. Yes. And anyway, but now now my body's like, yes, queen, let's let's do this yeah, again. Yeah, so, now you're primed. But, Joe, it's been like two or three years, and I am not exaggerating. Well, you... Am I, I going to die? I just want to say, 
if I could not work out for two to three years and look like you, I'm going to be all right. We're new best friends. Yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Forget about it. Fuck it. You don't have to work out. She didn't work out for two to three years and she looks great. Um, no, no, uh, no, no, no. No, I am not summer bod ready. Okay. <laughs> Let me say that. So I need to start getting, so what can I do in, in terms of managing? Okay. First of all, am I going to die? Number two, am I going to barf? And number three, oh. how do I manage my expectations of like what I can accomplish? Well, Am I going to die? Listen, no. I mean, it's always a... No, I'm just joking. No, absolutely not. You're <laughs> not going to die. Am I going to barf? And, and you know, you're not... I mean, listen, it depends what you ate. <laughs> and, it, and, 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 it, and it depends, it depends, you know, on certain things. But no, I, I don't think you're going to barf. Here, here's, the, here's the reason why. This is not, this is not a boot camp. This, this workout is designed to be scalable. Keyword is scalable by scalable. anybody that takes it. And what does that mean, scalable? Well, a uh, business term. It means this. <laughs> it means if you are new to working out. It means if you're new to working out, right... First of all, we teach a pre-class. You come in, you never box before, it's okay. We're going to teach you six punches. You're going to get to learn that real quick. Cool. Now, the lights are dim. No one's in your face barking orders at you. We motivate. We don't intimidate, right? right. I'm, not, I'm not here to... If I, if, you, if I make you feel like shit, are you ever going to fucking come back? Fuck no. No, right? You're not going to come back. And I, and I play sports my whole life and got yelled at... The, my, my whole entire life yelled at, you did this wrong, blah, blah, blah. I'm over it. I think most people are fucking over that. They don't want to get yelled at. They uh-uh. want to come here and they want to let go. So, you do it to your ability. The lights are low. If you can't squat. You know, with three minutes without stopping, like we're telling you to do, you don't have to. You fucking rest, you take a second, you put the weights back up, then you start squatting again. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be able to scale it. So you're not going to die, you're not going to throw up, because you're going to be able to tailor it to how you're feeling that day. Uh-huh. Right? And then as you progress and as you learn the skill, you're going to come back, you're going to start feeling yourself a little bit, you're going to see yourself in that mirror, there's mirrors everywhere, you can look at yourself, you can punch, the sweat's going to be dripping off your arms, you'll be like, fuck Are yes. Are my arms going to get cut? Yeah, like what part of my body is going to really. Everything. Body, body, Rumble every single day is full body, so we don't we don't we don't be like today you're doing your ass every day you're gonna you're gonna do your you're gonna hit ass you're gonna hit arms you're gonna hit leg you're gonna hit everything because it's full body on the floor so it means you're hitting all of your muscle groups and boxing itself is a full body workout it's okay. core it's legs it's everything well, shoulders I've heard it's arms. the best I had a friend in high school who like got like heavy into boxing but yeah. I'm talking like she I mean she, it was like her like life but she had never looked better ever ever and I think you, I think you can kind of see the trend is that years ago I don't think boxing was as accessible. Mm-mm. No, it was like you had to seek it out. Yeah, you had and to seek it out. And it was kind of male-dominated, mm-hmm. and it was like scary. I think we kind of hit it at the right time. Got people like Conor McGregor, girl, uh, and women like Ronda Rousey, who yeah. kind of brought fight sports to like a kind of a new height in the celebrity right. status. It's more and mainstream, then, more mainstream, and then and then Rumble, and we kind of hit that that vein right at that time. Was it intentional opened. or was it luck? I, I think it was. I think it's a little bit of both. I think that you know our partners noticed that there was a void, and like we can make this thing fun and uh-huh. cool and accessible, and like show people that it's not intimidating. And then literally, it just kind of it, it, it might have been a little bit of luck that. The sports, the fight sport industry, MMA, UFC, really started to come to like like one of its highest points in in, in a long time, and it was a perfect storm, and and it just uh, you know it, it it helped us. I mean, the rise of that helped us, and I think we helped the popularity of the sport and in, in the city maybe, and I think now kind of going nationwide because we are opening in so many. Give everybody locations. locations. Uh, okay, so we got a lot of exciting shit coming. I on know right now. So obviously we have uh, three locations currently in New York City. We first one was Chelsea, which we're sitting in right now. Yep. We opened NoHo uh, downtown. So on 4th and Broadway and then uh, shortly after that was we opened our first West Coast location which is West Hollywood um, so Amazing. we are in West Hollywood on Sunset and La Cienega beautiful fucking studio WeHo uh, WeHo baby and then uh, we opened the Upper East Side 
Yep. And now we're in New York. Fr- yeah, Upper East Side, New York. And now we are back over on the West Coast, San Francisco. San Francisco. We that's, opened, that, that's where um, well, Mr. T is. That's no. Uh, we have Gandhi in. Oh, uh, Gandhi. In, yeah, Gandhi's Gandhi. there. And Steve Jobs <laughs> and all the and all the all the icons of that city. Because um, no one likes to work out more than Steve Jobs. Yeah, we got a Steve Jobs. <laughs> we got a Steve Jobs jab. So so these little art pieces you see on the wall, they're they're shaped like our bags, and we call our bag jab. That's our that's our icon. He's uh-huh. right there. He's our logo. Um, and we make you know custom artwork with all of our you know the iconic figures of those cities on. It's sick. Figures. It's um, like an art gallery. Yeah. In so a, so in a gym. Yeah. You're opening this week in, weekend in yes, Philly. Yes, yes, yes. I'll get back to that. So this weekend, the city of brotherly love. Hell yeah. April 5th, we open, in, uh, we open in Philly, Philadelphia. And then week after, we are opening in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. So cool. Yes. Smarty pants. Hey, guys. It's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, HelloFresh. HelloFresh is awesome. It's a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step instructions and recipes and pre-measured ingredients, my personal favorite part, so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. What I love about HelloFresh is that there's so much selection. You've got classic to choose from, veggie, family. Each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated trusted sources. So you know you're getting like really great, healthy, fresh ingredients. With HelloFresh, rediscover the excitement of cooking. You'll look forward to your delivery knowing dinner actually just got easier. Feel confident when cooking HelloFresh with simple recipes outlined on pictured step-by-step instructions. HelloFresh believes cooking should be simple and convenient, not a chore. You won't spend all night in your kitchen because the recipes only take around 30 minutes. There are so many benefits of subscribing to HelloFresh so you can keep enjoying HelloFresh week after week. So get out of your recipe rut and start cooking outside your comfort zone by discovering new, delicious recipes in each week's box. Honestly, that's my favorite part of HelloFresh is that I'm cooking things that I wouldn't normally even begin to try to cook. I have a couple recipes in my repertoire and they're fine, but they're boring. And also I hate grocery shopping, especially here in New York City. I have to go to like three different grocery stores just to get all my ingredients. And I always overbuy and I always overspend. And with HelloFresh, it's just so easy. It's like pre-measured, gotta love that. They give you the exact amount of ingredients you need to feed the exact amount of people you need to feed. And also, like I said, I get to try things that I would never try. And I know it's healthy because HelloFresh hooks it up with healthy ingredients and low-cal dins. So what are you waiting for? Take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash T-O-T-8-0 and enter code T-O-T-8-0. Again, don't forget to take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Getting $80 off your first month. Don't forget, that's like receiving eight meals for free by going to HelloFresh.com slash T-O-T-8-0 and enter code T-O-T-8-0. And now, back to the podcast. So so we just spent um, a week in Los Angeles. With a Scooter Bronze team, because uh, so, oh, by the way, just so if, if anyone doesn't know, Scooter's also attached to Rumble. Yes, yeah, so, so Scooter. Hello. Yeah, um, he's a good guy to have in your corner. Yeah, you might have heard a of fucking him. Genius. I mean, yeah. he's, he's just a mastermind, and what he does and what he knows how to do is create, uh, you know, amazing talent and content and uh, things that people want to see. And uh, him and Eugene really have a great relationship, and they vibe really well. And, and Andy's very of course. cool. Um, so so when we said we're gonna want to bring this thing to a global scale, and who knows talent, and who knows. 
how to how to do that. The how best. to connect talent um, to their audience. Yeah, and that's and that's Scooter. So Scooter and SB Projects and the whole team over there um, are really spearheading our at home effort. But anyway. you kind of look like um you look like a more New York version of Bradley Cooper. That I will fucking take. Yeah, you, you will. Know why? Why? Because Bradley Cooper has been one of my idols for a long time. He was he's he's the golden boy from my MFA program. I went to the actor studio drama school at Pace, and I've always looked up to him. And he's so shout out Bradley Cooper. Um, but uh, so so the way this thing looks alone, right? Back to the at home stuff. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to you're gonna want to buy this fucking treadmill and and just just to I mean watch these fucking the videos, right? right? So it's treadmill. It's it's boxing. It's gonna be everything. We're covering the whole gamut Damn. of anything you could think: it's rowing, bike, everything. So it's gonna be Rumble at Home 360. We're covering it all. Hunt Three hundred sixty degrees, so and it's going to look amazing, and it's going to be just like next level. Uh, we have the we have amazing trainers. We have absolutely amazing trainers. We have uh, you know we think the top talent in the industry, um, and we have just huge personalities, huge production value, and great workouts. And um, I think somebody's going to look at this, and it's just it looks it looks cool. I mean, it's just fucking cool. And we're doing it, and I think people are going to be like this culture, this this kind of demographic that we're going after, and it's everybody. But they're like, you know what? I, I want that thing because it looks dope, and the content is dope, and workouts great. So so why not? You so know? with all the stuff, Joe, like you're a fucking baller. Oh well, thank you. Did you ever realize or ever think that you would be landing in this spot this way? No, I I, I didn't I didn't foresee exactly what I'm doing right now, but I'm so happy that, that it is what I'm doing. I really, for the first time in my life, and I'm not trying to say it's happy on a podcast, but like, I, um, I, I really love, like, I fucking wake up and I am like ready to rock when I make these new playlists and I'm like, I can't wait to get in there yeah. in front of these people and do this shit. And I, and listen, sometimes you go in there and you think you have that, the coolest thing in the world and you see how the crowd reacts and you're like, maybe that playlist, maybe, you know, it was good. I, I think I can make it better. And so it's always like, always like going home and I wake up every single day and I love this and I never ever am like dreading having to teach a class. Oh. I used to like sometimes wake up and have to do 10 personal training sessions and be like, oh fuck, I have to do 10 oh, personal fuck. training. Or like you have like 10 you know? auditions, you're like, or 10 auditions and you're life. like, and you're so stressed. And it's like, but uh, here's like, I get to perform and I'm, and I'm always, I think I always have a little bit of the butterflies cause it is like a performance. That means you care. But, but it's because I, yeah, I care. I, I get nervous before podcasts. Like I was walking to the yeah. subway coming here. I was like, why am I nervous? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. I've done it a, a million times. Cause I give a shit. Right. Yep. And I want people to like, cause I want everybody to walk out of there and be like, that was fucking amazing. And I want to go back to his class and I wanted to go back to rumble, but like, why am I, how am I going to get them to come back? Right. Right. And I think like going back to the at home stuff is like, we have these personalities that you're going to, you want to, these people are people that you're going to want to take a workout with. Like that person is fucking dope. Joe, when are you buying a back. yacht? When am I buying a yacht? I don't know. <laughs> can I, I come on? I, I'm going to, we'll have to ask my CEO <laughs> when, I, when I can get a yacht. Um, equity, baby, equity. Can I tell you? Can I fucking tell you? This, you see how we're si- I'm sitting in joggers? Yeah. And, and a gold chain and a, and, a t- and a tank top underneath this? Like, and, 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 and just like, you know, Yeezys and Jordans? Like, like the fact that people are like, you buy so many sneakers, don't you think it's a problem? And I'm like, no, <laughs> because I don't, have to, I, don't work, I don't have to go buy, you know, $4,000 suits. Right. This is my suit. This is my, this is my, yeah. And obviously I do have a problem. I buy a lot of sneakers and I, <laughs> and I don't know restraint. And all I've, all I've ever wanted my whole, can I tell you all I've ever wanted my whole entire yes, life yes. was a sneaker guy. I've always wanted a sneaker guy but how the fucking people get these sneakers like I want these Jordans I wake up it's impossible first of all you cannot go on these apps and get these fucking I know sneakers. this is this like a whole world I don't it's understand it's a whole thing you don't get and, and my whole my girlfriend actually is like so into sneakers yeah so can I get you the number of your sneaker well, guy well it's very hard <laughs> and I and you have to you know the thing is if I give out his that's one less pair for me no uh, but she's a girl no, no but now I have some people <laughs> and my and my people know who they are and, and you know I have some buddies who who um 
work over at different places in the city. And obviously, uh, we work right, we live with uh, Rumble and NoHo's right on the block from Kith. No shit. So I have some buddies over there. My buddy Brian is is somebody who kind of feeds my addiction and, and helps me out. Shout out to Brian. <laughs> He's an enabler. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Brian is an enabler. But he knows and he like, he'll like, he'll shoot me and say, yeah, and his shoes are coming on. Oh, shit. And it's almost like you're a drug dealer. Like, yeah. Yeah, I want to try this sit, new shit. Sitting next to Tom and oh, I'm more sneakers. <laughs> just buy, yeah, it's size 12. But you can no. justify it because this is your work uniform. Well, here's another way. I this is your suit. It. I buy, I buy not just one pair, I buy two. One for me, one for her. Hey, babe, I got you this sneaker. Do you like them? <laughs> yeah, we can match. We do this thing matching and traveling. So we match and tra- when we're traveling, we can match. And you buy her a pair, and then it makes it a little bit better. Right? And then I always tell her, hey, you know what? You, you went and got that, 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 that Louis Vuitton or that Dior saddlebag, and that was that's $3,000 in one pop. Yeah. I'm buying, yeah, I'm buying a lot of sneakers, but it's $120, it's $190. It's, it's you know, I'm not <laughs> overarching. So so we're even. I could buy 12 pairs. You're so even. You know? I could buy 12 pairs. And now, well, here's the thing is, though, and she is, I have a point. Like, my sneaker shit overflows now into, into everything that she's got. Oh, so, shit. Do you have so the that, bigger closet than her? I, I Don't I, lie to me. No, I do. I do slightly <laughs> bigger. But she, when we moved in, she said you can have it and I was like okay yeah fatal mistake and then she realized fatal she made a mistake, mistake. Um, um, because she wanted the one that was in the room and that one is a little bit smaller but I'm like okay you can have it uh, but, <laughs> but she you know it's it's yeah so all I've ever wanted a sneaker guy and since people like kind of just found out through the grapevine I guess that I that I like sneakers and stuff and uh, you know now having access to that is a, excuse me I burped in the microphone uh, having access to that is a, is a luxury and that's that's really all I ever want so now I have sneakers and I get to do a job that I like I'm okay I'm happy we all have you know? different goalposts yeah. for like a success and yours that is was it. it. That was it. Now I just, if I can get that those pair of Jordans when they come out, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it. Joe, I'm yeah. obsessed with you. Well, not in, a, not, in a, not in a sexual way. You're married and I'm right. gay. No, we know it's that. Safe. We know that. We're all adults here. We know what you meant. You meant my, my amazing infectious personality. Yeah, like best no. friends. Yeah. Oh my God, Joe. Thank you so much for joining me. No, you have been you a delight and a half for this podcast. And where can people follow you? Uh, they can follow me, Joe Ferraro 7 on the Instagram and Twitter. That's Spell me. that last name for uh, for well, people. It's J O E. We know that. Right? F S and Frank E R R A R O seven. The number. That's it. Joe Ferraro and the number seven. Um, yeah, uh, you can follow me there, but you could also, you know, you should might as well throw Rumble underscore boxing a follow. Yep. Rumble at home is coming this year. Amazing. Um, amazing. And, and look out for that. It's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be something that people haven't seen before. And uh, yeah, we are, we're happy for all the people that are listening, all the people that have come to Rumble and anybody that's going to come to Rumble. We're nothing without the people that show up. So we appreciate you. Keep on coming. Keep on crushing it. And uh, I'll be here on the stage teaching you classes. Jerry, you're humble the best. Servant. You are the best. You guys, thank, thank you, you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. Uh, if you like it, which you, obviously you do. They hopefully will like this, yeah. They're going to fucking love this. Yeah. You're male me. Yeah, duh. That's a compliment. Make sure. I, I, yeah, I, I, I gave it a touch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, you did. I had yeah. a little bit of confidence in there. <laughs> you did. Normally yeah. I should have myself, but that was a good one. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, but make sure you guys to like it, review it, share it, write a comment, subscribe to it. And uh, if you love what you heard here make sure to subscribe to my radio show the taylor strecker show yes. at taylorstrecker.com uh that's it for us today guys have a great one and we'll be back next week bye girl bye, bye. did you enjoy this taste of me want more then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show the taylor strecker show and listen live or on demand